Operation Confidence proudly presents America's Invisible Heroes radio talk show. Tune in weekly on Sundays, 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific time with your host, Consuelo Mackey, U.S. Army veteran and co-host, Matt Davison, announcer Taylor Marcella and Brooke Gadesi, U.S. Army veteran and entertainment segment host, Charles Whitehead, veterans and legal segment host, attorney, Danielle Shirai, U.S. Army veterans and lifeline for women veterans, segment host, Martha Elena Varela, veterans and recovery host, Anthony Akinpora, and U.S. Air Force veteran and incarceration to success segment host, Kevin Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org. Okay, well, welcome everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Americans Invisible Heroes. Yes, I'm your host, Consuela Mackey, longtime hairstylist, fashion designer, and the executive director of a grassroots nonprofit organization called Operation Confidence. No, I'm not a veteran, but my heart goes out to our American heroes, especially those who are disabled, maybe have experienced homelessness. For those who are new to the show, American Invisible Heroes was established to provide a platform for our veterans to be able to share their experiences, heartfelt stories, resources, challenges, and accomplishments. Now, allow me to introduce you to our hosts. We have Charles Whitehead, U.S. Army Reserve Veteran and Board Member and is a co-host. Brooke Gadaski, Board Member and an announcer. Taylor Marcella, she's also a board member and an announcer. U.S. Army veteran Martha Varela, advisory board member and a weekly segment host, Lifeline to Women Veterans. And we have Anne, Anne Mark Monique. She has a bi-weekly segment called The Rosie's Movement. And we have Lauren. Lauren is here. Lauren Hammond, I'm sorry, she's our Monthly. Well, she actually is weekly, and she has a nonprofit called Creative Charities Auctions, and she's actually one of Operation Confidence sponsors. So I want to say hello to everyone. And by the way, Merry, Merry Christmas. Say hello, everyone. Hello, Merry Christmas. Starting with you, Martha. Take it away, girlfriend. Um, today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about service women and mili the military sexual trauma. The American Legion continues to track and monitor all issues related to MST, also referred to as the military sexual trauma. Every day, service women and men experience MST, which includes any sexual activity against one's will or during a time when one is unable to consent to sexual activities while serving in the military. The American Legion is deeply concerned with the plight of survivors of MST and continues to work with Congress to find the right treatment for every patient while urging the VA to be flexible to ensure these veterans receive the care that they need. The American Legion will work to ensure those who have become victims are treated, all while encouraging the U.S. Armed Forces to take steps to eradicate MST. The American Legion's Women and Minority Program will continue to urge the VA to provide proper resources to all medical centers, VA centers, and community-based outpatient clinics by employing MST counselors 
to oversee screening and treatment referral processes and continuing research on MST to get a better understanding of services affected, um, of the services that are affecting the veterans in need. Additionally, the American Legion will encourage better awareness training in the VAs for MST sensitivity and develop more comprehensive care options for survivors, including better availability to female therapists, female group therapy, and other options to make MST care more accessible. So as I had um, previously mentioned before, I had spent about a year's worth of time working for the National Veterans Foundation. And I used to field a lot of the phone calls coming in from both male and female veterans across the country. And the tricky part about the MST, as we're hearing, um, yes, there are some new steps and new um, programs that the VA is really trying to provide free of charge. Um, there's an actual, um, when you go on the VA's website, there is an actual segment or section on there for specific MST um, veteran service officers. And so as we hear the feedback from many of the veteran, female veterans in particular, um, they really would like more female um, workers, female um, counselors, female therapists, females who um, are the frontline staff. So for me, um, I was bombarded with a lot of these calls and really understanding kind of the need to start the process and that's to become comfortable. So for many of the vet centers, um, they are kind of an outside entity that's operates separate from the VA. Um, Floyd, or I'm sorry, Shad Mishad, the director of the National Veterans Foundation was also very instrumental in getting the vet centers um, started back way back in the, the 70s when the Vietnam veterans were coming back from the Vietnam War. And this was to sort of provide sort of a middleman or like a middle place, um, middle ground where veterans could come in that maybe had some resentment or some anger towards the VA, which we know unfortunately is, is very true. Um, so the vet centers are also a good for, uh, first line connection point where you can find um, female veterans specifically if you're interested in starting your claim for MST or other veterans um, in general where you know, they're, they're able to sort of help be a third party to connect you to the resources and services that you need. Now, we know that there's just not enough of these qualified you know, caring and, and concerned v veteran service officers. So a lot of times it does take time to find one. Um, as I mentioned, the VA does have a, a separate spot on the website where you can find um, the veteran, um, or I'm sorry, the MST specific uh, veteran service officers to kind of help start the process. And again, these are services that are free. So our job, I always feel is to help connect these veterans to these resources who don't know where to start, don't know that they're free. Um, there's also a host of free um, non-traditional um, healing uh, programs. So for example, there's a big push for any service-connected veterans to get free chiropractic care. And I will come on um, later in a, in a different segment where I can show you guys where to access um, <clears throat> some of those free resources. So free acupuncture, free um, uh, massage therapy. And so connecting to some of these other organizations like the the American Legion, the VFW, the vet centers um, are the place to sort of connect to some of these community-based programs and services for our female veterans and male veterans alike. 
Um, and one last note on some current legislation that has going through. I know that a lot of you um, have been following along with the Vanessa Guillen um, case and Vanessa Guillen was, was murdered um, while yeah. on duty at Fort Hood a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. So there has been some recent movement with um, the push to have an outside entity outside of the VA be the front um, line leader to help investigate some of these accusations. And so that if, um, you know, if anything has come out of, you know, this horrible story that we've heard about the, the young Vanessa Guillen, it's now um, passes the, the, and it's called the I am Vanessa Guillen Act, and it has recently passed the Senate. So this is a landmark um, movement for the first time ever where an outside entity um, will get involved because as we've seen historically in the past, these things get swept under the rug. Um, and with her too, she had tried to report this at least a couple of times and was discouraged is what we've heard from many of our male and female vets um, who do get the courage to come forward to report any sort of uh, you know uh, unwanted sexual advances. A lot of times um, it's they're kept under the rug, swept under the rug. So this is huge. And we're waiting for President Biden to sign it into law. Um, once it's executed into federal military law, it will protect and allow military sexual assault and harassment victims to report the incidences to someone outside their military chain of command. And like I said prior, those things were kept eternally, internally, um, which made it difficult for there to be any um, any recourse or any, um, or I'm sorry, any um, action that was taken against people that were um, you know, accused of, of doing this. So really good momentum. Um, keep watching that. We're hoping that President Biden will sign this into law. It's been a couple of years now. And so we're seeing some, some movement forward and it's exciting, but thank you, Connie, for pulling up that um, informative article. Yeah, my pleasure. Cool. And can you give your email address in case anyone wants to contact you? Sure. Uh, my email address is Martha at operationconfidence.org. Um, you can also visit uh, www.mentalhealth.va.gov. Um, if there's anyone that wants any specific information, please feel free to email me again. That email is martha at operationconfidence.org. Great. And we'll have that information on our website. It's on our resource page on the website. Uh, well, Swally, is there time for a question here? May I ask sure. a question? Yeah, sure. I'm very interested, Martha, in who you're outside the third party objective resourcing would also investigate. Give us examples of who those might be. We're not talking about local police, we're talking about federal agency. Who would so it be? They're gonna, so, and since this is new, I'm sure that they're probably still in that dis decision phase of who should be involved. But you're right, I think it should be a mix of people who outside of the military that include the police. Um, there, I know that there's been a board sort of spearheading some of this momentum of, of ex-veterans, um, because I think that that's, you know, something that's really important to include in this outside task force, right? Who are these people that are going to be named as, uh, you know, the, the group that's going to look into it. So for, that to me, it's very, very critical to me. Yeah, I agree. And, and it has to be somebody if they... Uh, perpetrator, if you will, has uh, high rank. It has to be somebody who will ignore that rank. And that's why I was going to step in and say it needs to be some civilians mm -hmm. and military people, because if you use all military, then, you know, it's, right. 
It is the same thing. Or, you know, and, and police, you know, it's got to be an independent commission with civilians and a mix, a mix of people. And I, you know, because it, that right there will uh, try to keep it honed in on, on uh, justice, you know, justice. You, you need a volunteer to take that role, at least on an occasional basis, Martha. I'd like to put my hat in the ring for them. Sure, and we'll keep watching as things, um, you know, as things progress, but I think this is a huge first step. And I saw that so far, there seemed to be another smaller group, like an advisory committee that was pushing for this. So hopefully that momentum will continue um, to move things forward and it's a great first step. So let's just continue to watch this as we um, hope for the best and, and hope that the president signs this into law. And that needs to happen with uh, not only uh, military, but like police and everything, you know, just because, you know, there's a history of uh, everything being swept under the rug. Right. You know, so that good is it's it's big, you know, yeah. first step. Can you, can you spell the name of the woman's name? The sure. name of the sure. Um, her, nest, her name is Vanessa, V-A-N-E-S-S-E-S-S-A. And her last name is Guillen, G-U-I-L-L-E-N. And it's called the I Am Vanessa Guillen Act that just recently passed the Senate. And she's very, um, her family is very active on social media. So LinkedIn, or I'm sorry, um, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and then I think they have a website. So if you Google her name, you'll be able to find... Um, all of the recent um, information because they've been very, very active on social media. Yeah, that is so great. God bless, bless their efforts. And thank you for that information. It was extremely important. Okay, we're moving right along. Uh, Lauren, it's on you, girlfriend. Thank you, Connie. Um, I'm happy to be here as always. And uh, um, what I do is I raise money for nonprofits and schools and other organizations by providing items for their silent live and online auctions. And I've worked with Operation Confidence um, a couple of times at least and will be next year. And this is uh, some of our setups and the kinds of items we provide. This is from an event that we did. And um, all of these items have sold at events. And, um, and they're all big sellers and we raise uh, quite a bit of money um, from the events that we do. We gear what we bring to each event. So we look at the type of event that is being held, the, um, how much they're paying to attend, their age range and demographics so that we can gear the items to those groups. There, there are certain items that just tend to sell at every event and so we include those and then we sprinkle in all the other items from sports, music, entertainment collectibles. We just sold this the other night. It's um, a huge event. It's a huge item that people really like. Kobe is, um, I, we just did an event the other day where um, Magic Johnson was there and Jerry West and, and Kobe was a big part of the conversation. And we sold this piece at uh, that event. And so we bring in the items that we know will sell that are geared to the event. And our whole goal is to raise as much as we can for each group. Um, we love what we do. We work with hundreds of nonprofits and um, we have a, a store on our site that has a lot of these items where 
if somebody goes to pick out something, they can call us and they buy something and they pick the charity they'd like us to donate to. And we'd love to send money to Operation Confidence all the time. So um, if anyone out there is interested in any items for the holidays or any time throughout the year, they can let us know and we will um, donate to um, the charity. And uh, this is from an there event that we did related to um, boxing. And, uh, and so the photographer at that event asked me to jump in front and grab a photo. And so this is, this is from that event about a month ago. Oh, my Ali, that's a good seller, I'm quite sure. Yeah. Um, and so, um, as always, we, we love helping Operation Confidence and, um, and any other nonprofit that needs help, um, we would love to help. And um, there's no cost, no risk. And whatever we can raise goes to the nonprofit uh, portion of, of what we raise. And so um, thank you. I'm always happy to be here. And um, please, if there are any questions, I can be reached um, either through my website, which is creativecharityauctions.com. And uh, my office number is 818-425-2244 is actually my cell number. And I can be reached there as well, or my office, 818-840-1200. Lauren, can you repeat those phone numbers again, please? Yes. My office number is 818-840-1200. And my cell is 818-425-2244. Thank you. And we have a, lots of travel packages with people wanting to get away now. Um, they buy um, a trip and a portion of that will go. We can send that to Operation Confidence, which we would love to do. So um, thank you. And thank you. You're going to have to have your travel packages on, on, on next time. Some, of the, some of the places where, where people will be going. You we know? have them um, both local, domestic, and international. And we have everything from going to Santa Barbara on a wine tour to going to Tuscany and um, Greece and Barcelona. And uh, that one right there to Africa um, is that's on the poster. On that one, um, actually, the charity makes 50% of the final bid. And um, we've raised a lot of money with that trip. And so um, we're more than happy to to help. It's a it's a terrific trip, and we have another trip to Africa where they go to Botswana, and it's for seven days. They spend um, four days on safari and three days helping to build huts or going to the hospital to raise money for children who've been orphaned because of AIDS. And mm -hmm. so we have a lot of really really wonderful packages, and uh, um, we love it's part of what we do, and we love to raise as much as possible for all nonprofits, schools, charities, and churches and synagogues. And we're there to help whoever needs to raise money. So now tell me something because of COVID, are you having any problems with your travel packages? No, interestingly enough, we started doing online auctions and we were selling more travel than anything. And I think it's because people are anxious to get away and they have two years to use these packages and they have a year to book and then a year to take them. And if need be, they would be extended where a lot of the packages we sold just prior to COVID 
um, they're, they're all being extended and we're getting a lot of people calling wanting to book their packages. So we are helping them do that. I, I work with um, one of my reps is a, my travel partner and uh, he's been very busy booking, um, booking travel packages. So um, great. we are there to help for anybody who wants to get away. <laughs> so Well, this was a great showing. I'm really happy how it came out this time. This is great. So well, thank you. And you'll have some more packages for us next time for sure. I will. I will. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you. You're thank welcome. You. Thank I know you, you have to leave. You are you're very busy, busy, busy. So we won't make you stay, but we look forward to having you next week for sure. Great. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing everyone and thank you so much and have a great rest of the show and uh, happy holidays to everyone. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so we have a, a Larry Roberts coming on. Who is that? I mean, yeah, who is that, Robert? That's uh, June's dog's son. Oh, okay, that's with June. Okay, great. All right, so let's move right along here. Uh, Taylor, you want to introduce Dr. Kathy Cash? Hey, Doc. Good, Good afternoon. Dr. Cash is skilled in peer support services, coaching, and crisis intervention. A national speaker, webinar presenter with an emphasis on peer supporting others by instilling hope. She's certified as a wellness recovery action plan, RAP facilitator, and pastor, teacher, and ministry coach with, with ministries and pastors in Southern California and around the country. Take it away, Dr. Cash, but before doing so, please lead us in a short prayer. Will do. Thank you so much for introducing me. Shall we bow our heads? Eternal God, our Father, how we say thank you for the blessings of this day. We thank you, Lord, as we enter into this holiday season that there is still a need for hope. And we thank you, Lord, for all those who come together to share the information that's needed to develop us individually and collectively. Lord, we thank you for our veterans and we thank you for all those who serve them. And Lord, we just ask that you continue to keep us individually and collectively. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus the Christ, amen, amen, amen. Amen. That amen. Was great. All right. So tell us what you're doing, girl. Where are you? <laughs> I am at uh, Christmas in the Hood. Oh, really? Salem Baptist Church, uh, Determined to Know Christ Ministry, which is my ministry, the American Legion, the National Association of Black Military Women along with a bunch of other organizations, we're here in South LA bringing hope, joy, um, and food, as well as toys to the families in this area. Oh, how wonderful. So we were able to do that today. I did one last week um, and we had so many people show up. My time got a little screwed, but that's okay. We're still here because we are still just giving hope. That's this is right. one of the this is one of the times of the year when people feel the most hopeless. Mm -hmm. They feel like, well, nobody's giving me a present, or nobody's coming to see me, or I don't have my mother's home cooking anymore. Right. Those are times when people are hopeless, and that's, that's right. one of the. This is one of the times when the suicide rate increases exponentially. Mm -hmm. We already know that as veterans, the number, depending on whose research you listen to. The number varies from 19 per day to 22 per day of veterans that die by suicide. That happens throughout the year. However, during the holiday season, the season where families come together, the season where love is shown, 
the season where just you just feel a certain kind of way. It ends up being a time when uh, many of our veterans and many just our, our general population, they feel hopeless. Right. So one of the things that I really, really try to do is to be out in the community and to share with people uh, icons of hope. Mm-hmm. I'm involved in the Battle Buddy program where we call people who may be seniors, they may be lonely, they may be here in the in the LA area for the first time, they may be somewhere by themselves. Right. So we call, and sometimes it's just a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for anything, they're not asking for anything, they just want to talk. Right. So that that's a way to develop hope in someone. Because as, as we talk about the strategies for hope, it's not rocket science. Sometimes people think, well, I need a whole group or I need to write down a whole plan or I need a whole bunch of money. All you need is your presence, right. not the box with the bow on the top, not the presence, but your right. presence. Right. I got you. When you give your presence, then that's the greatest gift that a whole lot of people don't have an opportunity to give. Mm-hmm. or to receive that's right you know growing up so our children fun. our children got all these fancy gifts adults are looking for fancy gifts but deep down inside they just want somebody to listen